Hey everyone, Vayu here. Last time on Prison Pals, we fought a giant crayfish, and then I ran across the hall and I met these little flamey dudes, and I kind of lied and said I was a chef. A sous chef. I'm not quite sure what that means, but that's what I said. But, uh, I don't think that part will get us in trouble. Right? So last time on Prison Pals, uh, you all faced off against the lava crayfish. Vayu turned off the first stream of lava, and you survived that fight, uh, but not without taking some major damage to your shields and yourselves. You then went to the room on the left, which had a single stream, where you found two strange small fire creatures arguing with each other while holding a flexible stone chef's hat and beating each other with stone rolling pins, arguing about who should be the head chef in this kitchen. They saw you three and accused you, more or less, of being the sous chefs and the judge for the competition, you guess, that's about to happen. Scaldron has offered to mediate for free, but in the coming moments uh, since that has happened, Scaldron has basically made a deal with these creatures on how the tournament is to be run, how this competition is supposed to be run, and where it will be taking place. Um, they've just sort of been talking back and forth, um, as you three have sort of been watching and waiting. Um, the current roles that have been assigned, Vayu, you are currently sous chef to the White Flame, whose name you do not know. Holland, you are sous chef to the Blue Flame, whose name you also do not know. And Ghibli, you are the guest judge. So, without further ado, Scaldron spins around and looks at you all and says, Well, the contract has been signed, everything has been taken care of, let's get started. Off to Chef Cookoff Resolution Center P41 Zeta. And they snap. And everything goes dark for a moment. When the lights come back on, you two, our sous chefs, are wearing chef outfits, full with the apron, a black uniform, and little hats. Standing next to you are your flames on their little stools in a beautiful, pristine kitchen with metal and stoves and pots and pans and things that you've never seen before. Standing at the very front, behind a table, is Scaldron. Standing next to them, on a stool, is Ghibli Stern, wearing a little suit and a Viking helmet. <laughs> on brand. Can I say that Gibbs has a bow tie? Yes, of course. Like a really big bow tie. Mm-hmm. Is it like a really big, like, rainbow bow tie? Sure. Okay. Or should it be like, 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 flames, like Guy Fieri flames? Oh, yeah, flames. Oh, That's sorry, definitely... I mean Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Uh, Guy Fieri flames on a bow tie in a suit wearing a Viking helmet. Somebody draw that, please. <laughs> and to the right side of this kitchen, you can see a sign that says... To cut cook-off. Scaldron begins to speak. Welcome, competitors, to two cut cook-off. Let me explain the rules. There will be two rounds of our game. The entree round and dessert battle dome. The first round will consist of you all making an entree from the four ingredients that we provide. 
The challenge will be 40 minutes long. But of course, it doesn't have to be 40 minutes long. You could always sacrifice some of your time to give a disadvantage to your opponents. The two disadvantages that we have today are that your opponent must cook on a shovel, or your opponent must cut all their ingredients with a butter knife. Did you take combine chop and, <laughs> and cut their kitchen? Yes. <laughs> I hate you. I love it. Oh God. <laughs> In order to give a disadvantage to another player, you must offer up 10 minutes of your cooking time. Now, if you step up to your benches and open your wicker baskets, you will see what your ingredients are for this afternoon. <laughs> so Scaldron waves downwards to the basket that is in front of Ghibli. Ghibli, you may open the basket and take out the items that are inside. And cool. I'm going to tell you what the items I'd like you to say them in Gibbs's voice, please. Okay. Gibbs takes the basket and dumps it out in front of them. Piscetti noodles. Pineapple. Red rock salt. And habanero peppers. Of course, we can't have our judge just sit idly by. Holly. Because that's your name, not Ghibli. Yes. <laughs> that's me. Holly. Holly. <laughs> you will have one ingredient switch for this round. And Scaldron points at the ingredients on the table and says, You may switch any one ingredient with another ingredient that you can think of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Gibbs pushes away the salt. <laughs> and what can the fantasy name be for Pop Rocks? Rock Bombs. <laughs> I want Rock Bombs! And... Whoop-dee-doo, there's now a big bag of rock bombs on the table. Gibbs puts some in their mouth. Yeah, you can grab some and toss them in your mouth. You notice that there are the smaller kinds, then there are also the kinds that are the size of jawbreakers, also. And so, yeah, you toss a few in your mouth, and Scaldron looks at this array and says, Alright, contestants, it's time to now bid on these disadvantages. So basically, you would give up 10 minutes of your cooking time to give your opponent a disadvantage. But we're not in charge. We're the sous chefs. Uh, we're going to say that you two are in charge just for this specific part, <laughs> and then we'll get to the actual meal and decide what's going to happen there. Okay. So, our two disadvantages. We have a shovel and a butter knife. Shovel. Is it So is it just whoever says it first? Yes. Or is it you bid the money, you thought? We're going to do whoever does it first, because otherwise you're going to have one minute left in one of these rounds. Please, um, give us a countdown. Yes, I'll do that. Ready to bet on the shovel? Three, two, one. Not it. Ten minutes. <laughs> what? It's going to go to Vayu. Vayu bet ten Wait, minutes. I thought you said we were betting ten minutes. No, no, you have, what else would we be you have to give 10 minutes, but you can't just say not it. You have to give the 10 minutes. To be fair, I was also very confused. I said 10 minutes last time. Well, we have to move forward so you'll get the shovel this round. And then from then on, we'll figure out other things. Uh, so you watch as from the ceiling lowered on a rope is a metal shovel. That's just kind of in front of you. And then the rope lets go and goes back into the ceiling. I blame the, the flame. The they're the ones that did this, not me. And then finally, our next disadvantage is a butter knife. Three, two, one. <laughs> okay, no one would like to bid on the butter knife. I'm going to have 40 minutes to cook on this shovel, so help me. <laughs> That's fair. I feel like the shovel is much harder to work with than a butter knife anyway. Scaldron looks at you all and says, You have no time to prepare. Cook. And just claps their hands. So, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask each of you your idea. How it's going to work is that you will each take an action. And your action will take ten minutes. So, basically, by 
betting on something, you give up one of your actions. But what that's going to mean is that the other team is going to have disadvantage on anything that involves cooking on the stove. Because they have to cook on a shovel. So, Vayu, what are you and Mr. White Flame cooking? Should I try to be, like, should I be a try? Okay, wait, I do have a question. Mm -hmm. So, by action, could the action, how broad is it? Is it, like, I make this? Yeah, it can be, I make this. Um, Or it can be, I can do this with these ingredients. So, for example, if we were doing one with ice cream and, like, avocado, you could be like, I'm going to take the two and make avocado ice cream. Okay. And that would be your ten minutes. And I'm going to have you roll ability checks to see what you do. So, the way that it sort of balances, you get three actions, but Mm -hmm. any action that Kyle's team takes with cooking is at disadvantage. It's disadvantage. That makes sense. Okay. Sorry, I'm going to think about my life. Do you want me to start with Kyle, then? Kyle, do you have an idea? Uh, yes. Okay, oh, okay do Kyle. I'm Holland, what would you like to do for your first action? Quick question. We can use other ingredients besides the ones you gave us, right? Of course. I'm not expecting you to make a meal with raw <laughs> spaghetti noodles, pineapples, habanero peppers, and rock bombs. Okay. So, uh, and also, second question. Can we split the ingredients and use it twice? If yes. So help, if so as long okay. as all four are used, you can split them. Okay. Awesome. First thing I'm gonna make is spaghetti. I'm gonna start boiling some spaghetti. Okay. Uh, roll me a justified a roll to me for one of the six ability scores. Can we only use them once? Uh, no. You can use them as many times as you want. Okay. So I'm boiling. I'm going to say constitution because I'm holding onto a shovel while the flame is boiling. Well, the flame person is is boiling the spaghetti. I'm on shovel duty. So I'm okay. constitution trying to keep this shovel level. While the, while I the will allow that. It. You're going to roll me a constitution check, not saving throw, at disadvantage. Well, my first roll was a four and then it was a three. So a total of six. Okay, so six for your first round. Okay, and then Vayu... Actually, no, you don't go yet, because you have to wait your ten minutes. Then Holland, round two, what would you like to do? Wait, how many rounds are there? Six rounds? Four. Four rounds. Four rounds. Um, and once I do one thing, it's done, right? Like, yep, I boiled spaghetti. So yep, your spaghetti is boiled. Okay, um, next thing I'm going to do is make a sauce for the spaghetti. I'm going to make a pineapple, tomato, and habanero pepper sauce. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming you're just like chopping it up and tossing it together. Well, yeah, it's gonna and then heating it in the shovel. Yeah, it's in the shovel again. (laughs) Okay, roll me, uh, justify something to me, and roll with disadvantage. What kind of sauce was it? Pineapple, habanero, and tomato. Like a like a salsa, but in tomato sauce form. Oh, this is homophobic. That doesn't sound bad. (laughs) I was gonna make salsa. And uh, and use spaghetti noodles as chips. I don't, I don't know where the spaghetti noodles are gonna come <laughs> in quite yet, but I was going to make salsa, um, and I'm still doubling down on that. I'm going to roll. Can I roll wisdom? Because wisdom's like medicine and like cooking. Expertise. I will say you can use uh, wisdom. But I'm going to go back on something I said earlier. You can only use each ability score once for the round. Just so okay. we keep things more interesting rather than, That's I'm cool. going to keep rolling constitution. Okay, so wisdom. Intelligence is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. <laughs> wisdom is not putting it in a fruit <laughs> yeah. salad. That's a 12. 12. Constitution is eating it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your 10 minutes are up in the timeout box. Vayu, what would you like to do for your first turn? Um, I am going to prepare a salsa as I originally planned. Okay. It is going to have pineapples and the habaneros, as well as whatever the spiciest pepper I can ever find is. A ghost in pepper. It. Is there one? Great, yes. I'm going to use a ghost pepper. There is a single ghost pepper inside a glass case. I chop it up and put it in my salsa. And then to finish my salsa, I am going to sprinkle 
some rock bombs on top. Okay. Don't ask me what I'm making. I'm not quite sure. So, I'm going to need you to do two things for me. I need you to give me a roll and justify it. Uh And I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Why? As you throw these rock bombs into your salsa. The word was sprinkle, Russ. (laughs) I'm sprinkling them into my salsa. (laughs) I'm gonna roll charisma. Okay. Because it takes a lot of guts to put all of those ingredients together (laughs) into a salsa. Sure. Go for it. Roll me charisma check. (laughs) It was a four. (laughs) You guys rolling poorly is what's making this. Okay. Now roll me your dexterity saving throw. Seven. Okay, with the seven, you sprinkle in the rock bombs, and you think it's okay, until you hear popping and little pieces of salsa begin flying out of the pan, and just striking into your flame friend, who just looks at you and says, Where's the lid? The lid! Um, (laughs) Uh, uh, it's it's over here. I, like, scramble and grab it, but not until after the damage is done. <laughs> and then I, like, wave my hand at them. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, you, there's still salsa in there. It's just that yeah. you've made a bit of a mess in your area. Yeah. Which might have future consequences. Oh my goodness. There were a lot of consequences <laughs> to the actions. The fact occurred. that you put ghost pepper in something that's not, like, spurting everywhere. <laughs> Up now is Holland. Okay, so for my next thing, um, so I have my spaghetti. It's mixed with its pineapple tomato habanero sauce. It's kind of a little tropical salsa-esque tomato goodness. Um, Not as good as my salsa. I'm going to make a minty basil pesto to drizzle over top of it. A minty basil pesto to drizzle on top. Yes, to even out the heat of the habanero. Okay. And what are you using? Freshness. I'm going to use intelligence to figure out how this stupid blender works because Holland has never. I've never used the blender You've before. Never, you don't, don't even know what a blender is. It's what just is a weird thing? thing. I don't know what the blender is. What? Is, how do I do? I press this button. <laughs> okay. Roll me an intelligence check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, and this did not use any of the special ingredients. No, it did not. Okay. Alright. Vayu, what would you like to do for round three, technically, since you sat out of round one? Right. So, is plating an action? Like, no, plating, plating will together? just happen. Uh, we're not going to put plating okay. as an action. Okay. Then I kind of don't have that much else to do. I mean, you've used okay. three of your ingredients, but you only have a salsa right now. And will that really be an impressive dish for the judge? <laughs> Scaldron says no. as they stand next to you. No, my dear Russell, I have a plan. It's just that, like, it, I could argue for it to be in one action, but I'll split it up into two for the sake okay. of things. So this action is shrimply going to be to make spaghetti. Did you say I'm, shrimply going to yes, be? Yes, they said shrimply. Okay. What would you like to roll for that? Well, I don't want to copy Kyle and roll Constitution, so I'm going to roll Wisdom because I feel like spaghetti is a pretty logical thing. You just put pasta in water and then wait until it looks done. So I feel like I should be wise enough to complete that simple task. Also, you I saw the water. Spaghetti. Yes, you do. You eyeball all pasta, coward. You taste test it. Well, yeah, I... that's what I mean. That's not eyeballing. <laughs> Yes, it is. No, it's not. That's with your mouth. You're, I don't have eyeballs in your <laughs> mouth unless you're eating but eyeballs. I, well, when I say eyeball it, when I say eyeball it, I just mean like I play it fast and loose. Yeah. Like I don't set a timer. I just go like, oh, that looks right. I get what you're I saying for wisdom. Mm-hmm. That's not eyeball. Yeah, no, I'll allow it. Well, it's going to be wisdom just because like you're I right, don't have wrong. to Google a recipe <laughs> to make spaghetti. You just do it. 17. 17. Okay. So... You make your pasta. Now it's the final round. And Skaldron approaches you. Holland. Also known as Sandy. 
and steps up next to you and says, So, Sandy, how has your dish been going? I'm really good. I'm kind of nervous because I have to use incorporate my last ingredient, the rock bombs, and I'm a little nervous how they're going to turn out because I heard value station, of, of, I'm sorry, no station over there, and they were a little explosive. That's just the explosive I... taste, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they shout that over at you. Guy Fiari, is that you? <laughs> yeah, it's me. What's, what's, what's his name? So Guy... close enough. Guy Fiori. Uh, Holland, I need you to roll me a deception check. Bayou, <laughs> I mean, no. Bayou's <laughs> uh, my stage name. <laughs> that's a 13. Okay. So, Scaldron gives you a, like, raised eyebrow when you say, Bayou, I mean, no. And says, alright, just make sure you finish plating. Everything has to be on the plate. And okay, Scaldron, thank you. you. Bye, get out. Okay. It's your final round. What would you like to do? So I'm using the blender again because I figured it out now. I've cleaned it out after making my pesto. I'm starting over. I'm making a pineapple and rock bomb smoothie. Okay, what are you rolling? (laughs) I'm rolling strength to keep this thing together. Because it's going to be exploding. Good call. Go ahead and roll. You don't have disadvantage on this one. Oh my goodness. That was a natural two, so a four. So Holland... What you do is you mush up the pineapple and you put it in and then you drop the rock bombs in and as quick as possible, try and get the lid on and turn the thing on. What you end up doing is you get the lid on and you start the button, but you're not holding the blender and the glass blender goes flying and shatters. Uh, You still manage to make some backup. But you don't have as much of the smoothie as you should. So it's like a little teacup size. And it's for Ghibli, so it works. Yeah, I was about to say. Look who the judge is. It is the final round. And Scaldron walks up to you, no. And says, well, no. It's the final round. You lost ten minutes in the previous round. Do you think you'll be able to handle this? I am entirely confident that I have this under wraps. Well... Just make sure it doesn't explode all over the kitchen like your last turn. I'd have nothing to say to that. It really was a disaster. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Go ahead and tell me what you want to do and what you're going to roll for it. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) The only ingredient you have left... Actually, you've used all your ingredients. Yeah, it's now now time for the the combination of all of them. So, I'm going to get some taco shells. No. Are you making spaghetti tacos? <laughs> I had to stop myself from saying it earlier. I was like, I, I was so, about to say it. I was like, no, I can't influence. So same I'm, brain cell. So, so I'm gonna get some taco shells. <laughs> and I'm gonna spread my salsa on the on the outside of it. Or the inside of it, I mean. Um, and then I'm going to very carefully lay some spaghetti noodles inside of the taco shell. And then lay them on the plate with, like, a little bit of salsa on the side to, like, make it pretty. Uh, Because I'm trying to make this presentation very beautiful, I will roll dexterity. Okay. 19. These are the most beautiful spaghetti tacos anyone has ever seen. Alright. So, your 40 minutes have passed, and you both bring up your dishes along with your chefs to the front table. Scaldron looks at you, Ghibli who's also known as Holly, and says, Now, Holly, it is time for you to judge these dishes. Let's see how these people do in our next round. And we cut to commercial break, and then we come right back. (laughs) Wait, what was the commercial for? Uh, The commercial was for... It's a wanted poster of all of us. (laughs) 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 The commercial is for an upcoming event within Malra uh, that happens in about a week. It is for the third anniversary of the ship's launch. Oh, that's like normal. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And then we cut back to this event. I like that we were all just standing there and like suddenly commercials projected (laughs) in front of our eyes. (laughs) Man, that was weird. Holly, you are up. It's time to taste test these dishes. Well, Gibbs sits up very straight and folds their hands in front of them and 
wait for somebody to present their... Like, okay, are they just right there in front of me, or...? You can call up whoever you would like first. <clears throat> first up, no. <laughs> Please present your dish to me. Hello to Cut Cook-Off Judges. Today I have prepared for you Vayu Spaghetti Taco Surprise. You'll know what the surprise is when you eat it. <laughs> oh, Scaldron God. leans in and says, Who's Vayu? Oh, crap! <laughs> Vayu's the name of Nose Bird. Yeah. What bird? They have a pet oh, bird in their yeah, imagination. Did you not see him? No, no, he was above ground when we were talking. You saw him. I guess we were close to a volcano. I wasn't really paying attention to the whole bird. Anyways, continue. My apologies. Okay. So, we know it looks pretty. Do I get the score of what this is before Gibbs tastes it? So I know if it's actually good? I already sent you the scores. You did? Yes. Oh, it's right there. So, Gibbs slowly takes one noodle from the spaghetti taco... And holds it above their face and slowly lowers it into their mouth. Did you get any salsa with that? No. <laughs> That's the important part. Hmm. Good texture. Very slimy. Hmm. Pretty. A little salty, though. Don't like that. Okay. And Gibbs then tries the salsa. Uh, Gibbs, I need you to roll me constitution saving throw. Yeah, I know, this is what's- I knew that was what was gonna happen. (laughs) How much- how much damage is Gibbs gonna take from my salsa? (laughs) Hey, Gibbs, what'd you roll? Because that's not a happy Sam face. (laughs) No, I'm just laughing at you guys. Gibbs rolled a 15. A 15? Okay. It's really spicy, but you managed to get through it. Then you can describe the rest of how the salsa tastes. <clears throat> what was that? <laughs> that was the surprise. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you're not cultured, Gibbs. Whoa! I mean, Holly. What? What? Okay, I now said, you're I said judging Holly. your judge. Mm. And Gibbs pulls out a notepad from somewhere (laughs) and makes a note (laughs) I give them a thumbs up anyway and like a smile and I'm like actually no have you tasted your own food absolutely not (laughs) I want you to come up here and try some okay if I was like yeah I totally got it it's gonna be great and they take a bite out of it roll me a constitution saving throw also 15 okay it's really hot. You cough a little bit, but you make it through. <laughs> that was <laughs> delicious. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Roll so deception. Good. You also know that the salsa is more rock bombs than it is anything else. It's just sweet and very, very it's, fiery. That's the mouth. The mouth spice. <laughs> the texture spice. It's like a little sparkly, you know. Alright, so, uh, Scaldron looks at you, Holly, and says, So, Holly, have you completed your judging of this dish? You know what? I believe I have. Alright, would you like to call forth the next contestant? Sandy, please present your food to me. So, Holland walks forward. He places in front of you two teacups, one small and one big. The big one's the size of a bowl, but it's presentation, so it's a teacup. In the bowl is spaghetti, and it's in the pineapple tomato habanero sauce. It's tossed together and drizzled on top very prettily, very very cutesy, like little stripes is the, is the little pesto on top of it. And then in the little tiny teacup is the little bit of pineapple and rock bomb smoothie with a umbrella. and gibbs goes "Ooh!" and pulls out the umbrella and i would say sticks it in their hair but the helmet's on well there's a little bit of hair like peeking through Mm -hmm. the helmet so gibbs puts it there 
and says, Sandy is the winner. <laughs> Dude, you didn't even you didn't even taste it. I worked really hard on this. Do you want me the- to not say you're the winner? <laughs> No, but I but I worked really hard and all you did was I mean I that was like that was just lying around and I put it in there as an afterthought. I just I worked really hard on this and I thought you'd enjoy the smoothie too. It's tasty. Well, I don't like pineapple. <laughs> then why didn't you replace the pineapple when you had the option to replace something? I don't know. Yeah, I mean Holly. <laughs> Yay, we won. <laughs> Russ, you okay? <laughs> You only just <laughs> declared Holland the winner. <laughs> With no hesitation. No. I mean, he was gonna win anyway. No, actually, you had the higher score. Yeah, but Gibbs is gonna choose Holland anyway. <laughs> because of how spicy Vayus was. You're so mean to me. Why would you think that putting <laughs> ghost pepper in your salsa that you're going to have presented to a 10-year-old was a good <laughs> idea? This is a spicy baby chili flakes all over again. <laughs> Alright. So we need to go into round two because I want to finish this in the one episode. Alright. So, with Sandy being declared the winner, we enter round two. All the food disappears. The entire kitchen is now clean except for all the pop rock stains that were left behind by the exploding salsa. And we enter round two, the dessert battle dome. This time you are given 50 minutes, and there are five ingredients. Ghibli, you may open the box. Gibbs dumps out the box. A vial of unicorn tears. A fire beetle leg. A beholder eye stalk. A nightmare hoof. And two pounds of milk chocolate. Holly, you may replace any two of these ingredients. I am going to replace the beholder eye stock with barbecue sauce. And I'm going to replace the nightmare hoof with a block of cheddar cheese. Hey, DM. Hey, this is up to y'all. What do you- no, I have a question. What do unicorn tears taste like? <laughs> Would you like to taste some? Yeah, can I? It's not your turn yet. You're gonna have to freaking wait. Ooh. It's time to bet on disadvantages. Jerk. Yeah, chefs have to cook with ingredients that they don't know what they taste like all the time, so mm-hmm. deal with it. There are four disadvantages. A ten minute blindfold. <laughs> One hand that sounds really dangerous. must be used. Only one hand. You only get one hand to use. You must roll around in a baby car. Or you have to hop up and down for ten minutes. Scaldron starts at the top. We'll start with a blindfold. Three, two, one. Ten minutes. Okay. So you're giving up ten minutes for the blindfold. Remember, there's fifty minutes in this round. Right. Vayu, you can pick which round to use the blindfold on. It's like a button you hit, and Holland gets a blindfold. One hand. Three, two, one. Ten minutes. Okay. The baby car. It's fine, I'm dexterous. Three, two, one. I wanted it so bad. <laughs> you wanted it? Hop for ten minutes. Three. Can I gain 10 minutes if I take the baby car and just voluntarily do it? No! No, I'm going to say no. Just because otherwise you could just take everything and roll seven times. Hop for 10 minutes. Three, two, one. Okay. Then the disadvantages have been decided. Both teams have 40 minutes to make their dishes. Remember who your judge is! Yes, remember that your judge is Holly. It's me. I'm ten. I just thought you would enjoy the surprise. This is why I'm the smart one. You're right. So, we're going to go ahead and start off with Vayu this time. Vayu, you can only use one hand. For the whole time? Yes. Cheers. <laughs> well, I do have I do have two other hands that are my friend. Mm-hmm. So that helps. So, it is round one. 
Um, what would you like to do? How much of my action will it take to taste the unicorn tears? Uh, we'll count that as a free action. Great. List to me, tell me what your favorite candy is. As Vayu. As Vayu? Mm-hmm. Gummy bears, but the fantasy version. Gummy owl bears. <laughs> I love that. Okay, they taste like, like gummy owl fruit. bears. Okay, cool. Okay, you know what? I totally got this. How many fire beetle legs do I have? It's just the one. Would you like more? Yes. Okay, how many would you like? Um, How big are fi- fire beetle legs? Uh, They're pretty big. They're about a foot long each. Oh, I can just chop that up into sections. Because yeah, a fire beetle is actually pretty large. Uh, I would like to chop up the fire beetle leg into three even sections mm-hmm. and do you do you think it needs cooking can i serve it raw or should i cook it who are you asking this i was asking you like god you but... <laughs> should probably ask your white flame dude okay yeah, uh, they've i just turned... been chilling well they've been helping i'm assuming <clears throat> yeah yeah they've been cooking they've just been doing other parts of the dishes yeah uh, so I turned to I turned to him and I'm like, um, have you ever tried one of these before? Uh, yeah, they're quite uh crunchy. So, do I need to cook it or can you just like eat it? If you cook it, it's really soggy. It's best to leave it at its crunchiest form. That's perfect. I want something crunchy. Okay, so I just I chop it up into three sections. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna use strength because it's big. Okay, and I have one hand. Okay. So I'm using uh, this roll me with disadvantage. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Up now is Holland. It is your turn, or at least you're going at the same time. What would you like to do? Question. Mm-hmm. The fire beetle is a giant like leg. It's like meat. It's not like tiny. Oh no, it's a thin leg. It's just long. It's just very it's long. long. Is it spicy? Would you like to bite? Take a bite of it. I'm going to ask my friend, is it spicy? Well, it really depends on the person. Um, It's not very spicy to me, but I'm made of fire, so that might change things. Okay, I have an idea. Um, And I'm going to taste the unicorn horns. Unicorn horns. Unicorn tears. And it tastes like black licorice to me, because I'm an old man. Okay, tastes like black licorice. Um, I love black licorice. Um, okay, what does the unicorn horns, unicorn tears take to you? It tastes different, right? Um, It tastes like... A fresh cup of lava. <laughs> okay, tastes different. Alright, so... Okay, so all my things are very similar because the way I'm doing this, but I need... I'm going to ask... Um, so I'm making a fondue dish with three different sauces. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening at home, Ollie just went into a rage. <laughs> I had the same idea. So I'm going to start by making uh, cheese with a little bit of fire beetle leg. Just a little bit to add a little I'm, kick to make a queso. I'm going to kill you. Okay. I'm making a queso to start. Okay. Uh, what would you like to roll for this one? Um, I'm going to roll intelligence just to know how much fire beetle to get put into it to make it a little spicy. Okay. All Not right. too much spicy. Go ahead and roll for me. That's 19. 19. I'm pissed. All right. So that is I, your turn. I need a new idea. I have a new idea. <laughs> I'm I mean, so you don't mad. have to change your idea. We can both do Kate, like fondue dishes and be like, wait, I did a fondue. Up now? No, I have to be different. Is Vayu. What is your going to do? I have a cursed, cursed, cursed idea. Oh, no. It's so bad. Would you like to do it anyways? I'm gonna. I'm going to do it. Okay. Because I don't... Apparently, I tried to make something good... But then Kyle went and did the same thing. <laughs> so well, you can just edit this so that you go first and Kyle never goes. <laughs> and I win automatically. Well, all bets are off. Uh, Ollie's brain turned off and my primal instincts to create terrible things are on. <laughs> so what are you doing for your round? <laughs> okay, mine will also be similar, but different enough. Um, so I am going to put some milk and ice and, um, I don't know what else you put and stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to put the unicorn tears in. I'm going to put it all in a blender 
I'm going to make a unicorn tier flavored milkshake. Okay. What would you like to roll for this one? Intelligence, because I had to come up with a new idea. <laughs> okay. I looked over at Holland and saw he was boiling cheese. Jeez. Or what? Yeah, and I was like, crap! So now I'm making something else. Alright, roll me for intelligence. That's a four. Alright. Up now, second round is going to be Holland. When do they decide if I get the blindfold or not? Uh, good question. I guess I could say it at the end of my yeah, turn. Yeah, end of your turn is what I would say. Okay, so it started my turn, so it's too late, right? Yes, this time. I yes. wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna do it. Okay. So now I'm gonna start my chocolate sauce and I'm gonna add the unicorn tears to it to make this the sweet one. And I'm going to say wisdom, because it takes wisdom to know how to make a good chocolate sauce. You ever try to temper chocolate? It's so hard. I rolled a fifteen. Fifteen, okay. And you're using two pounds of chocolate. I didn't say I was using all of it. The whole well, the ingredient thing. is two pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so what? You can chop it up. No, but we have to use all two, <laughs> two pounds. pounds. Uh, so it's a giant thing of chocolate with a little bit of unicorn tears so it has like a little extra flavor. <laughs> you're evil. You're, you're so proud of this, aren't you? Russ? I am very proud He's of so this. so proud of himself. <laughs> So are you going to use all two pounds right in this moment? No, I'm going to use half of it. Okay, one pound. Okay. All right, that was a 15. Okay, up now is... Bayou. So I'm going to make another milkshake. However, comma, this one is going to be very big because I'm using (laughs) the two pounds of chocolate as instructed. Uh, I am also going, it's, it's going to be a fun little mix up of flavors because I'm also going to include our friend, the barbecue sauce. Don't ask me if this will taste good, but okay, here's my, here's my reasoning. Cursed. No, 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 no. You're not even ready for what's coming. Um, here's my reasoning. Barbecue sauce is basically sweet. It's like sugar and like some vinegar and like sweet things. Just, I'm literally doing the same up. thing next round. Chocolate and barbecue sauce. Totally yeah. Brilliant. Kyle, we had the same choke. idea. And I'm going to your house to choke you out later. <laughs> uh, anyway. So chocolate and barbecue sauce, I would like to maintain, won't taste that bad. I'm going to add a little bit of dark chocolate to like mm-hmm. mix it up a little bit. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to add a little bit of coffee flavor. It's just going to be like, but uh, just a, t- a hair. Um, and I'm going to make a milkshake. It's going to be very big because it was made with two pounds of chocolate. Don't worry about that part. It exists. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are you rolling for this one? I'm going to roll dexterity because two pounds of chocolate is a lot to handle. Okay. <laughs> That's a 13. And I would like to blindfold Holland. Holland, it's your turn, but you are going to get a natural one because of your blindfold, no matter what you do. This is my barbecue sauce and chocolate. My barbecue and chocolate sauce. Okay. And you don't have to pick a stat for this one either, because you'll automatically fail. Um, But what are you trying to do? I'm trying to make a barbecue and chocolate sauce. Okay. Just like I made a queso sauce and a chocolate and unicorn tear sauce. This is my third sauce. Your blue flame's just kind of watching and just sort of nodding. Why aren't you helping me? If I'd be helping me for this. I'm working on my own dishes. <laughs> what do you mean? We only do one dish. I know. <laughs> you're off task. Bayou, <laughs> you see when Holland says, you're off task, blue flame just gives him two thumbs ups. <laughs> and that's your I hope I did this right. pound of chocolate barbecue sauce. All right. Final round. Stiff. This time, coming around to all of your benches, is Ghibli. You notice now that the stool that is carrying Ghibli has wheels, and Skaldron <laughs> is pulling them around. <laughs> Who does Skaldron pull me up to first? Last time it was Holland first, so this time it'll be Vayu first. Or in this case, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's my name. Don't wear it out. It Explain to me what you're trying to accomplish here. I'm trying to win the love in your heart, Give. 
Holly. <laughs> Sorry, I coughed a little there. I had a little hiccup. At this point, the only name that Scaldron doesn't know is Holland's. <laughs> I'm still, I, I'm still trying to keep that. Now, up. no. I feel a little guilty. Just saying that Sandy won last time. But you really messed up. So this time, I'm going to give you some advice. You see that giant milkshake? Yeah. That's the size of my whole body. (laughs) How am I supposed to drink it? I don't know what to tell you. The ingredient was two pounds of chocolate. (laughs) Well, work it out. I can separate it into multiple cups for you. Whatever, just make it work now. I believe in you. I'm going to make it work for you, Holly. And then Scaldron wheels you over to Sandy slash Holland. So, Sandy, how's it going? It's going really great. I have my three sauces ready. They're all about one pound each, so you have enough if you want it. And then this entire time, Blue Flame, I don't know their name, they're just Blue Flame to me, um, has been chopping up french fries, both sweet potato fries and regular french fries. So you can have your choice, whether you want to do mix and match the dips, or you want to do sweet with sweet, or savory with savory, it's up to you. I know you like variety. It's true, but this all sounds kind of boring. I mean, just fries and sauce. I was looking for a little pizzazz. <laughs> You're gonna get pizzazz. Um, <laughs> you hear Bayou shout from across the room. You're gonna get pizzazzed. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find that the sauces will be very pizzazzy and will not be boring at all. You're that confident, huh? Nope. <laughs> Perfect. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Gibbs. I mean, Holly. Why do you keep getting my name wrong? I don't know. It's just... We all have the hiccups. (laughs) And my hiccups sound like the word Gibbs. Don't ask why. Gibbs? (laughs) Gibbs? Up now is fun. So, how would you feel about me making Red Lobster Cheesy Biscuits with an action? Is that too much to ask? We can't make the Red Lobster brand. But you can But, make, like, you know what I mean, right? uh, You can make Cheesy Biscuits, it's yes. Lava Crayfish Bread. Thank you. I want you guys to know that I was gonna make three kinds of milkshakes and one was gonna be a cheese milkshake, but then I decided to save. That was the pizzazz, but then at the last minute I had a different stroke of genius. So now it's gonna taste slightly better than a cheese milkshake would. Okay. Um, what have I not rolled yet? You rolled strength, intelligent, and dexterity. I will also mention that you have three cut up legs that you've done nothing with yet. Oh, don't worry. They're coming out. Okay, I'm going to roll for the cheesy biscuits and then I'll explain how I played it. Is okay. that okay? Well, you'll explain right. how you played it for the final round. Just make sure you have them on the plate. And by for the final round, I mean for the judging. I guess I'll do charisma. Okay. Because because uh, I'm going to do charisma. <laughs> Question mark? I guess I should justify it. Um, the, you know, red law, I'm sorry, uh, lava crayfish is just such a popular brand among the youngsters that I'm really appealing to the masses with this one. All right, go ahead. Uh, that's a 14. All right. Uh, and that is your cheese block. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's kind of garlicky and has like chives and stuff, you know, the good stuff. And that's all five ingredients. Congratulations. Up now is Holland. What would you like to do for your final round? You are no longer blindfolded. I want the blue flame to fry the french fries. Can the blue flame do that while I go and do something else real quick? You just throw it at them. Like, here, you're, you're good with the french fries. I'm making like, the sauce. You just have to hold it. But, like, <laughs> but Gibbs wanted pizzazz. I mean, Holly wanted pizzazz. I need pizzazz. I'm going to go try to find if I can see if any more of those bomb rocks, rock bombs. And that's your entire turn? You, you need to incorporate those somehow. I'm going to make, I'm, I'm going to incorporate it when it comes to um, the plating, but I'm going right. to find rock bombs. I want to get blasted rock bombs. So what I'll say is that you plate. can roll for both of them at the same time. Okay. But I'm going to tell you what you have to roll. Dexterity. I hate you. Because you need to be quick. Five. <laughs> Oh, five? 
That's not even with disadvantage or anything. It's just a straight roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, a gay roll. <laughs> Thank you. With that, time is up. Holly, it is time to call forth the contestants and taste their dishes. Maze Russ is going to require that you call up Holland first, just because we did Vayu first last time. <coughs> up first, Sandy. Please show me what you have come up with. I hope you have found some pizzazz. So in front of you is a little long tray. On one end is a tall basket, like one of those like cone-shaped baskets lined with paper. I can and see what on- shape it is. I'm describing it for the audience, not for and you. Why are you in character Hel- voice? Because I'm using my Helen's voice too for added pizzazz, you know. Oh, um, excuse and then me. On for one side pizzazz. is uh, on one half of it is sweet potato French fries, and then the other half of it is regular French fries. And then there's three little cups, little bowls, and by bowls I mean, I mean little bowls I mean there's they're each one pound because <laughs> it was one pound of cheese and two pounds of chocolate, so I have three pounds of sauce. Um, so there's one pound of a cheese queso with the fire beetle leg. <laughs> then there's the um, then there's the barbecue and chocolate sauce that might be a little stiff. Um, and then there's the third one that is uh, the chocolate and the unicorn tears. And then in front of it um, is laid out in like a dusting. It's like a little tray, a little little dusting of the bomb rocks for you to like fun dip it if you want to. So you can do take a French fry and dip it into the sauce and then dip into the bomb, into the bomb rocks. Rock bombs, if you want to. Add a pizzazz. It was a quick addition, but you know what? It is pizzazzy. Um, <laughs> let me you. send you the scores, because I forgot to do that. Yes, please. Actually, no, you could taste test them and tell me how they taste. I will just remind you that the chocolate and barbecue was a natural one. Yes. Wait, so can you tell me, like, how the nat one messed up the chocolate Oh, you barbecue? want me to tell you? Okay, I was gonna have you make it up. Um... For the nat one, I just couldn't come up with an idea of how that could be messed up. Is burnt. Okay. It is. It, it plays into the barbecue sauce. It's like a smoky. little smoky flavor. <laughs> okay, that's that's okay. I can work with that. Yep. So, Gibbs rubs their little hands together, and then reaches out for a normal fry, and says, "I don't like sweet potato," and. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> they're ten! <laughs> and then they're gonna dip it in the first sauce, which was... Queso and fire beetle leg. And they're gonna munch on that. They're gonna nod a little bit to themselves. themselves. And they're gonna pick up another fry. And they're gonna dip it in the chocolate barbecue sauce. They'll eat that. Kind of make a face. And then they take out another fry. And dip it in the... Chocolate and unicorn tears. And they're going to eat that. And they're going to nod again. What do unicorn's tears taste like for Gibbs? It's your favorite sweet. Rock bombs. Okay. Obviously. Alright. And then Gibbs just scoops up all the rock bombs and just puts it in their mouth. And says, hmm. All of these flavors alone are interesting in different ways. I don't know how you can mess up chocolate so bad, but you did. But then you saved it with the the, the the unicorn tears chocolate sauce. But I have a better idea. And then Gibbs is just going to dump out all the sauces and mix it together. And then dip a fry in that and taste it. And says, yes. That's it. That is what you needed. That little last bit of pizzazz. Just an orchestra of flavors in my mouth all at once. And then, good job, Sandy. Good job. 911. Now, no. Present to me what you have made for my taste buds. Okay, so I lay out a plate with uh, lava crayfish cheesy biscuits. They're very lovely looking. Um, just like beautiful. Then I have um uh one normal sized milkshake with a beetle leg in as a straw, right? And it's it's the it's like vanilla and unicorn tears. Or I think it was just like regular it plus unicorn tears, but 
It'll taste like candy. Um, and then there's like ten cups that are of of the <laughs> the chocolate one because I had to split it up. Um, but one of them has the beetle egg in it, so that you can use it as a straw. And the rest are just there to prove that I used all of it. <laughs> Uh, today I have prepared for you uh, a unicorn tear milkshake, a chocolate and barbecue sauce milkshake, and uh, um, how do you say? Oh, with uh, with beetle leg, with beetle leg straws, a uh, little bit of exotic flavor there. And then uh, uh, this is a, a garlic cheese and chive reduction, uh, fried into a little biscuit shape. So Gibbs looks at the solid nods approvingly, and says, "You know, no." I was really worried about you for a little bit, but I think you really pulled through. Of course, I may be talking a little too early since I haven't tried it yet, but I love the creativity behind using the legs as straws. Thank you. I'm very proud of that one. (laughs) And so let's start with those then. And Gibbs (laughs) reaches up to, like, get a hold of the straw of the, the unicorn tear milkshake. And takes a sip of that and says, interesting, the, the spiciness from the leg with the, with the sweetness of the unicorn tears. You won't think that they go together, but they really do. And then they try the, the other milkshake, which was, was it, was a chocolate and barbecue sauce? And there was like a little, there's, yeah, basically. <laughs> and takes a sip of that. And says, Ugh, Holland, uh, uh, Sandy, see, <laughs> this is what your sauce should have tasted like. I made three sauces, not one, though. Well, I made it one. And then Gibbs, you know, tastes one of the cheesy biscuits. It says, these are always my favorite. When my parents took me out to eat, I used to get big baskets of these all the time. But now for the ultimate test. And Gibbs no. No. knocks over Please the don't. drinks <laughs> on top of the biscuits and <laughs> eats the biscuits <laughs> and says, <laughs> Sam, I'm going to end you. <laughs> and says, no. I have had many meals in my life. (laughs) Some better than others. But this dish right here is by far the best I've ever had. Congrats, you win this round. You just killed me. You've killed me. I'm dead. I've died. This is my favorite episode so far. This is awful. That was so cursed. That was just so cursed. You put a 10-year-old kid in judge of a cooking competition after they've canonically eaten trash. I know. (laughs) And I expected something, but not this. (laughs) With the Battle of the Dome being completed in favor of no, and the first round being completed in favor of Sandy, Holly, I'm forgetting the names as your DM, like I'm losing my mind over here. <laughs> of Sandy. I don't even know how to resolve this. I forgot that there were two rounds and two contestants. <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen? I was curious when I give us an overall give us an overall score. Now, Holly, based yes. on both meals, who would you say is the winner overall of this competition? Well, you know, Scaldrin, it's a really close call. Both contestants really showed their strengths and weaknesses with both dish. Now, I have to say, no was off to a really rough start. It was practically inedible, but that's what made their second dish all the more better. It was really a comeback story, you know, and who doesn't love that? But Holland, Sandy, <laughs> Holland Sandy is their <laughs> is his full name. You know, you, there's just something to say about consistency. You know, if I go to a restaurant, I don't want it to be, uh, am I going to throw up or am I going to enjoy it sort of thing. I want to go there knowing what it is that I'm getting. But also that's kind of boring, so no wins. 
<laughs> and thank you for this honor. <laughs> and there are cannons that are fired, and confetti begins to fall to the ground, and your little white flame buddy gives you a thumbs up, and Holland, your little blue flame buddy, gives you a thumbs down, and everything goes into darkness. And when the lights come back on, you are back in the room that you were originally standing in, this sort of makeshift kitchen in this volcano. And you can now see that the white flame is wearing the stone chef's hat and looks down at the other flame and says, I am victorious! Uh, and Scaldron steps over and says, Congratulations. Now, as for our deal... And reaches into their jacket and pulls out what looks like a business card and hands it to the little flame person. Uh, It looks like it's made of steam with colored steam writing. They hand it to the creature and the creature takes and says, yes, I'll make sure I get this to the air. I will make sure that they get this. And Scaldron just smiles and gives a nod and stands back. And then... The little white flame looks at you and says, Uh, so, what can I do for y'all? Normally, you guys disappear after I finish, after we finish a competition. That's how this whole thing works. Oh, well, um, I can make us disappear, but I just, can I turn that sink off back there? I just, I, I, it's just kind of important. It'll come back on later, I'm sure. But, uh, just for a couple hours? Because plumbing issues. We're actually plumbers. That's why we came here. They turn around, uh, he turns around and looks at it and says, I never turned on the sink. It must have been you! And looks at the blue one, and then jumps across the table to tackle them to the ground. And they're now wrestling on the ground. And you can easily go and turn off the lava stream. We do that. And then you exit this room. And head back to the main entrance hall, where there are two lava streams left, down the stairs further into the home of Volcar. Hi, it's Ollie. It's been forever since I've done an outro. So forgive me if I don't know what to say, but it's fine. Um, So thank you for listening. You guys are the coolest ever, and I love you all so much. This episode was so much fun to record and so much fun to edit. Just kidding. I haven't edited it it yet. This is past Ollie. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Um, But I'm assuming it'll be fun because this episode was just fantastic. It was so much fun. Uh, thanks. Shout out to Russ for creating such a smart game for us to play. Uh, what's some other business things? If you like us and can't get enough of us, you can follow us on Twitter at Prism Pals. There, there's links to our Discord where you can get up even more in our faces. If you have spare money and you want to support us financially, we have a Patreon. Um, we don't add any extra content on it, really. It's just like a little monthly tip jar. You know, just like one, two, three dollars. We don't expect much from you, but it would be super appreciated because we have like host fees and stuff we have to keep up. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else to say, so on to the artist spotlight. Guys, I am so ready to tell you about Diana. So, Diana is the artist spotlight of the week, and she does some cool art. Go figure. That's why I'm talking about her. Anyway. Her art is a lot of D&D character uh, art illustrations that she does both digitally and uh, traditionally with graphite. And she also does some stuff with acrylic paint, which there's one piece in particular that I'm excited to tell you about because she painted sun, moon, and stars. And I'm so happy it turned out so good. So please check it out. I love what she did there. I was so excited. Everyone uh, in our show was so excited to see it. Um, You can find it on her Instagram, diana.saur underscore. I'm sorry, I do not know how to pronounce that. I feel like I'd butcher it if I tried. 
Or you can also find her on Twitter at Diana S-A-U-R underscore 18. But if you look at her work, uh, which I was because I was so happy about Sun, Moon, and Stars, uh, you can see that she does some really cool stuff. Very clean line art, very simple color palette. I'm really impressed by how she does like fashion and clothing. There's one in particular of like this person wearing a Charmander sweater and it just it just looks really cool and I just had to take a moment to appreciate it. Um, but yes, go check her out. She's wonderful. And also not to be that person, but while I'm talking about sun, moon, and stars, if you also, you know, like sun, moon, and stars, and you like drawing, and you want to draw them, then please do and send it to us because I love it. Or if you want to draw anything else from the show, I would love that too. We all would. I love fan art so much. Please. I love it. And Diana, I love you for painting our polyamorous space lesbians. So yeah, guys, go support her and draw more fan art, please. Okay, bye. Wait, okay. Quick note. I might be dumb. Is this supposed to be like dinosaur, like dinosaur, but Diana? <laughs> because if it is, I'm an idiot and that's hilarious. Okay, now I'm done. <laughs> bye. Yep, that sure was an artist spotlight. Thanks, Sam. That was super cool. So I kind of, I think I went over everything. Twitter, Discord, Patreon. Sometimes I say leave us a review on iTunes. So do that, I guess, if it sparks joy. If it doesn't, then don't. I just really appreciate the fact that you've listened this far into the episode and into my rambling because I talk a lot when I do the outros. So thanks. See ya. Bye. Love you. XOXO. Gossip girl.